Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I was sitting in Metz, France in a courtyard with my fiancé, his children, and his brothers. And in German, Peter, my fiance, apparently told everybody that we were engaged. I didn't know it had happened until we got these like big reactions. And the kids came over to hug me and his brothers were so happy for us. And then my now husband's brother, Kurt, asked, so Vanessa, are you going to change your last name? And I looked at him and I was like, oh my God, I absolutely am not going to change my last name. It had never occurred to me. I would never. I'm going to die Vanessa's old hand. And it's just so funny because so many of my good friends, it's the opposite, right? It's like, absolutely, we're starting a family. Families have the same last name. And these are just both completely logical to me. And it's so interesting to me, the different boundaries that we all set In marriage, I am still going to go on vacation with my friends without you. Now that you are part of my life, that means everything I do, you are invited to, right? Like we all react to this merger differently. And that is what we are going to be talking about today with Anissa. Anissa has been married to a wonderful man for seven years, and yet she is still holding on to certain things that she's like, should this be autonomous or should this be part of my coupledom? I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and this is Should I Quit? Anissa. Hi, Vanessa. So, Anissa, you and I went to college together. It's just about our 20th anniversary of knowing each other. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. But you submitted to this show without telling me. You could text a girl, but you were like, nope, I'm just going to submit through the proper channels. I, I sneaky submitted. So I don't know anything about this. What question are you bringing on? What's what's going on? <laughs> Well, I submitted a question about my bank account. I am trying to figure out whether I should quit my bank account. Because you don't believe in the banking system anymore and you want to bring all the cash into your mattress. That's right. I want to put it under my pillow. Okay. (laughs) So I've been married for seven years and I 
I have lived with my husband for longer than that. And we always had this joint account. And so we still have the joint account. And just for the last seven years, I've been clinging to my personal account, my own account, my, my own money. And I don't know why, because he's like very supportive. There's no red flags about money. We're fine on that uh-huh. front. I just don't, like, I just can't. Every time I think about it, I like cling to it. So I just thought it would be a really interesting thing to talk to you about. Yeah. And so I snuck it into your <laughs> online system. <laughs> um, I didn't want to get any favoritism on my sure. bank account question. <laughs> okay. Does your husband have a personal account? Nope. Sure doesn't. Not that you know of. I'm just kidding. He doesn't. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe he does. No, I mean, he very like visibly merged our accounts right after we were married. So like, it's just, you know, (laughs) it's just me. It's just me. Yeah. Um, Okay. Do you still put money into this account every month? Are you like, I'm putting $300 into my account? What's your relationship with this account? Yeah. I have a certain amount that goes from my paycheck into the account And then I pay for like a credit card that is only mine and it gets paid from this account out. And then we also like have some just legacy stuff, like my Etsy account (laughs) is like, don't do it right. It's like, (laughs) it's like, there's some legacy stuff that, that would be like annoying to transfer, but it's, there's not a lot actually. It's, it's mainly just like the credit card and a couple other things. So what do you charge on this credit card or like what do you pay for out of this account that you would be like not paying for on your joint account? Yeah, that is such a logical question and I have no logic to it. I just pay for whatever. (laughs) Lunch sometimes. I do pay for gifts for him so that he doesn't see how much they are and it's not like just a weird transactional, I bought you something from our shared money (laughs) thing. But I don't, there's nothing that I'm like paying for there that I like specifically don't want his eyes on. Sure. Other than gifts for him. But I listened to Hot and Bothered live from Pemberley. And Mm -hmm. you guys, you and Lauren talked about pin money on Mm -hmm. one of the episodes. For anybody that didn't listen, I don't know why you wouldn't, but for anybody that didn't listen, pin money was like special money that would be allocated for women to just like buy whatever they needed to buy or wanted to buy. And if you were a woman of means, you like had a little bit more pin money and it was seen as like, oh, you're so lucky you have this money to allocate it for the things you want. And I was like, oh man, yeah. Like alarm bells going off in my brain. Like, oh, maybe this is why you can't let go of that account. My mom was like, the breadwinner in my family, but she was like kind of allocated money because <laughs> my dad is an economist. He like is very good with money. And she always like chose to defer to him on the money stuff for a reason because he's like good at it. But then right. he would like allocate money to her. <laughs> you know, it was like a little bit of like pin money. So I'm sure that's in there in me sure. and is affecting this. It's just like, that's not my reality. That's my parents' reality, you know? (laughs) Why are you thinking about closing it? Like, this has worked for seven years. Why are you like, do you know what? Now's the time to think about this. Maybe all of our money should be joint. 
I think it's like, I'm sort of tired of contemplating it. And I just want to like have a logic and go with that logic. I just, I like need a framework to think about this because I have been thinking about it for like seven years. Like, should I do this? Maybe I should. And then I'll just let it go for like another couple of months. And then I'll just think about it again. And it's, seems kind of silly and unnecessary. And so then I'll be uh, often I have said like, I should just shut this down. Like it's illogical. It doesn't fit our life. It's like, doesn't make sense with how our relationship with money is. And then every time I'm like, okay, here I go. I'm going to do it. I like have this pull to be like, no, 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 this is your money. (laughs) This is your money. Hold it. Why? What is that pull? Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. It's some. It's something to do a bit with control, like mm-hmm. total control over this money that I've earned. Mm-hmm. It's probably a little bit of like <laughs> female pride. I don't, you know, like the like the history of women and money, and I'm just like. Come on, lady, keep your money. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> you've earned it and you like can decide what happens to it. And you alone can decide what happens to it. I'm gonna ask such a manipulative question. <laughs> okay. So you have a four-year-old daughter. Yeah. What do you want to model for her? Like, do you want to model for her, keep your own money or keep some of your own money? Or do you want to model for her, totally invest in your family? I want to model for her, like voicing your own priorities and like having a strong voice on your priorities for your money. And that doesn't mean hiding it away. Huh? Hmm. So I want to play it out because like, that's very enlightening and not manipulative. That's very, that's a very good good question. It's very manipulative. (laughs) Think about the children, Anissa. (laughs) What kind of mother do you want to be? (laughs) It's really manipulative. So the modeling that would mean like being a lot more open in front of her about choices about money. Cause I'm thinking about like my, the modeling that I, that I had, you know, there would be conversations about big, big stuff related to money, but small stuff, like we would go shopping, my mom and I, and then we would get like fast food for lunch and we would throw the trash away outside, not inside because she didn't want him to know that we'd eaten out instead of just like eating the food that we had in the house. Cause like he would have said like, why did you do that? That wasn't a good use of money. It wasn't like a big fight that they would have. It was just like a thing that he would be like, why did, like, why would you spend the money that way? We hid my new school clothes from my dad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I just like, don't want to do that. So that's why I think I'm just like, well, if I don't have to even have the conversation, then I don't have to be like judged or hide things. And like my husband has never shown 
the like tendency to do that. I just don't like, I never want to do that. I just don't want to do that. (laughs) I don't want that to be part of my life. I mean, I have skin in the game on this emotionally. I'm like, keep your money. (laughs) Probably because I've watched too much like sad women stuff, right? I'm like, what Mm -hmm. if you have to run away one day? Exactly. What if one day one of your kids wants something or needs something and your husband, it turns out, is a terrible person and we didn't know that and he doesn't want to pay for your kid to do whatever? We've all seen that movie. We've all seen that movie. But then the other part of me is like, yeah, invest in your marriage and, you know, have the conversations with your husband as a way of building trust and, like... 20 years in the future, this little nest egg has built up for you. And you've been keeping whatever. You've been putting, we're going to say, $20 aside every month into this account. How do you feel about that? Well, the funny thing is that there's no savings there. It's an account that, like, it takes money in. It sends money out. If we need money in the joint account, I should, I say the joint account, the other account that uh-huh. he treats as the only account. <laughs> 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 my husband's only bank account. Uh-huh. My, my husband's only bank account. When it's like low on money, I will take money out of this account and just put it over there. And like, it's not like, it's not building any money. It's just that if I needed a little bit to like squirrel away, I could. If I wanted to build up money over there, I could. I could buy the $70 pair of jeans instead of the $30 pair of jeans and nobody would know. Aren't you (laughs) entitled to that amount of privacy? Even if you then go home and be like, I spent $70 on these jeans. (laughs) Is this a question about privacy or is this a question about power? What is this about? Control. Right. Right. More than one thing. I have such a weird relationship with the question about privacy. But I think in this case, it might be. Because I'm like, I'm not doing anything nefarious with this money, but I also just like don't want to have to explain it. I like never want to have to explain it. I want to do some things in my life that I do not have to explain. That just makes sense to me. You're a mom of two little kids and you work. I feel like every second of your life is accounted for. Yeah. Yeah, I've never said that out loud. There's like some some part of my life I don't want to have to like talk about and like debate over. How do you feel about that revelation? That feels really important. And it feels like something that actually explains this clinging. And I like have not been able to figure out why I'm clinging to this thing. Yeah. Do you want to just like go half a step deeper on it? Like, why does that matter to you? It can be an end. I don't, you know, there might not be another half step, Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. What's interesting about the way that that's like crystallizing in my mind is 
It's actually not about ownership and control, which is what I've been struggling with. I'm like thinking like, why do I feel like I'm like holding on to control? It's actually not control. It's like exhaustion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I just want a piece of the puzzle in my life to be kind of uncomplicated and like not shared and not like a negotiation, just like simple. Yeah. I like don't have a lot of that right now. Yeah. And this seems like, I can't think of a better word, but this seems like a cheap way to get a moment of that. (laughs) Yeah. It, no, that's a, that's the apt word for it. It's like not. It's art. It already exists. It's not yeah. like a lot of trouble. My husband has never once asked me to shut down this account. It's not causing any strife in our marriage. It's just there, and it gives me that little peace. Yeah, I get massages every once in a while, and I think I really love being massaged. But I also think that. It is an hour where I can text my mom and my husband and be like, phone off for one hour. And they both know it's like expensive and a treat for me. So they're like, yeah, we got to respect it. You know, my dad is in and out of the hospital. I have stepkids. Like I have a moral responsibility to kind of be attached to my phone. And there's just like one hour every couple months where I'm just like, phone off. And it's amazing. (laughs) Like, I think that's part of what I'm paying for. Yeah. Yeah. Is the disconnection. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I really, that sounds cheaper than massages. (laughs) (laughs) True. True. (laughs) Although maybe I should add that to the mix too. Sounds like a pretty good plan. You can use your private card for it. And so no one can say anything about it. Yeah, our lives are so complicated. And so having one really innocent, by the way, place that's just yours and is simple, that makes sense to me. Yeah, we, you know, we join together in like relationships, like marriages, and you just think that like everything needs to be together. Especially, I feel like when you're young and you're like looking for, relationship, you especially think like, okay, we got to do everything together. We're going to do it. And then like, as you get older, you realize like, okay, I really got to like be my own person and find my, my partner in this. But then marriage, like the conventions around marriage are again, to just like mush everything together and like join everything together. Got your shared space and your shared everything. And, and you like kind of forget about what you learned before You found that partner where you're like, oh, right, I have to be my own individual, (laughs) do my own things and have my own joys. And you just like smash right up against all these like conventions around marriage. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine has a really nice armchair in Ottoman and her kids and her husband are not allowed to use it and nobody is allowed to touch her when she is in it. That was joint money that she and her husband spent, but it's like, 
a tiny bit of real estate that is like just for her. We're just allowed to snatch certain things and be like, this is for me. Yeah. Yeah, this is mine. This and is I, I want to make decisions around this part of my existence. Yeah. I don't share French fries. Whatever it is, whatever the rule is, I I share my French fries, just so you know. I, I <laughs> you can have you can have my fries. They're more fries. Thanks. Thanks. I do have a friend who will refuse to share food when yeah. they go out to eat, but it's a very stated preference. It's just like, no, this is I just don't do it. And now that we all know it, nobody asks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Including including their spouse. You know, they're like, I ordered this because I want it and I want to <laughs> eat it. I ordered it from the menu because I want to eat it. <laughs> so you ordered this money from the menu because you want it and it's yours. Yeah, exactly. Anisa, I'm so happy for you. I think you should start putting more money away. Yeah, well, I can decide. I can decide what I do with it. Thank you so much for coming on. And I love seeing your face. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This is so helpful and like illuminating. And I feel a lot more peace around this topic. You've been listening to Should I Quit? Our latest season of The Real Question. Our show is funded 100% through our Patreon at patreon.com slash realquestionpod. If you are listening to this within a month of it coming out, you should probably help us make it. Another way that you can support the show is by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Question Pod. We love to shout out our BFF tier patrons, Molly Reilly, Kristen Hall, Mary Margaret, Becky Boo, Jenny Cruz, Amanda Schramm, and Shannon Sheehan. We are a Not Sorry production. Our executive producers are Caitlin Hoffmeister and me, Vanessa Zoltan. We are edited and produced by Ariana Nettleman. Our music is by Nick Bull, and we are distributed by Acast. A huge thanks to the lovely Anissa for joining us today. And thanks, as always, to our wonderful team, Julia Argy, Nikki Zoltan, AJ Uramas, Hannah Rehack, Margaret H. Wilson, Courtney Brown, Natalie Folkerts, Casper Turkile, and Stephanie Paulsell. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.